Hello and welcome to That Film Stew. I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Malignant. Directed by James Wan, Malignant is the horror film starring Annabelle Wallace. The film is in cinemas now, but if you haven't seen Malignant yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our review. We will be talking spoilers. With a screenplay by Akila Cooper, Malignant is based on an original story by James Wan, Ingrid Basu, and Akila Cooper. Paralyzed by fear from shocking visions, a woman's torment worsens as she discovers her waking dreams and terrifying realities. I mean, that's a pretty loose plot. I'm not going too much into detail there, but essentially, that's the movie. A woman starts freaking out because she's seeing people being killed by this ghastly figure. We've said before, we didn't know this movie was a thing. It seemed to just come out of nowhere. A horror movie written and directed by James Wan sold that first yes. trailer. Towards the end of the trailer, I've got to be honest, I stopped watching because yep. felt like they were showing the movie, but it looked... I'm going to say it, scary. It looks yeah, like I mean, the, the, a scary film. James Wan like, can do scary. From the, sorry, from those, tra- from those trailers, you know, like, exactly, James Wan, like, that's, that's the hook. And then I remember saying, I was like, I have no idea what this, the, the story of this movie was, what the trailer was telling me, but visually... There was just images of just freaky, just freaky things. And that had me sold. I was like, cool, I'm, I'm excited for this. And, and we finally been able to check it out. Um, and I got to say, like, James Wan has this, has this talent of doing unexpected, unique things with, with his horror, whether it is like a certain visual shot or, or just sort of, Delivering something that I think, like, on a film, I guess in a film production way that looks good and is pieced together. And watching this movie, I was just enjoying all of those moments. When it comes to the rest of the movie, though, like, I've got, I've got some thoughts. But just sticking with James Wan, his craft, his horror and his uniqueness and skills that he's bringing to putting this all, all together. Like there were some wonderful shots and unique things that just made me go like, wow, like this is, this is something different. This is cool. I'm really enjoying this single moment or this single moment or, or this part of the film. So there was some good stuff in there. <laughs> I've got to be honest, based on that first trailer and those early Conjuring films, I thought after watching this film, I would be checking the cupboards, looking under the bed, just to make sure it was safe to go to sleep. Midway through this movie, and this is a bonkers movie. doesn't start off that way, but it very much becomes a bonkers film. Fear left me. This started, it's not scary, is it? But it started scary. It started tense. Like, you know, going back to those early conjuring films insidious there's some things in there as well i mean this is a very well made movie i mean the the way you frame shots like he is a very talented filmmaker 
and he's great at horror. He clearly has a love for horror. But with this film, that's not what he was going for. He wasn't going for horror that we've seen from him previously. And I do like the fact that he's gone to do something different. But again, as soon as we find out about who Gabriel or what Gabriel really is, it just, all the, the tension that had been building for the first half of the movie just left me completely. And I was a bit disappointed I, in that. If I can take you all the way to the beginning of the movie, that opening scene, you know, what is it, like 1997? I don't know if they time-stamped it, but it was yeah, a few years back. Um, you know, it's, it's in some, like, hospital, you know, it's a, it's a dark, gloomy night from memory. Um, to, to me, like, it, it played... This was a really weird opening scene that almost had me worried about the rest of the movie. It just played like a really badly acted lines delivered, like no one was trying. Yeah. Um, it just either overacted or just underacted. It was, it was one or the other. It was, I don't know, it just seemed really corny, cheesy. Following that, though, there was some good scenes. And I thought, okay, okay, we're fine. We're okay. But that opening scene, I don't know. I hated it so much. It was, oh, well, that one nurse or doctor, whatever she says, like, it's like, what is it? Like, oh, it's something, something like, we must cut the cancer out. And it's like, dun, dun, dun. Okay. Like, what? Just cheese balls. I don't know if there was an intention to you know, like have some sort of homage to old school B-grade horror movies or something sort of creative there. But I'm like, that didn't work for me. And that just set this weird tone for a movie that, I mean, I guess it kind of returns to that weird, as you said, it gets bonkers. Oh, it gets really bonkers. With with the opening and with anything in this film, I'd say it's intentional. Again, like James Wan, he knows what he's doing. Well, it just, clearly was looking to do something different, but, but just yeah, because I agree. just because something is in like intentional and there was a doesn't mean it's good, like or doesn't mean it it, it plays or like uh, like a chef could be like I'm gonna put poop and sand in this dish because that's what I'm intending. It's not gonna taste good. Like <laughs> they can be creative and do, I, I get what you're like, saying. I I had yeah. a different experience with the opening. I didn't I didn't feel that at all we, we do move past that and we do get some scary moments a lot of them admittedly were in the trailer but we do get some like you've got the bit where the husband he comes into the room and he sees somebody sat watching tv and he turns and that's gone and there's something behind him and there's weird things happening so that's like almost like a like a haunted house scenario, and, and I really yeah. liked everything that was happening there. And then throughout the movie, you do have the mystery. You got Madison. She, when she was a child, she would talk to Gabriel, who people suspected was like an imaginary friend. Obviously, there was something more sinister going on there. It's interesting. It's an interesting film. It's it's just not what I thought it was going to be. The reveal 
when you find out what Gabriel really is. Like, and, it, and that was the thing, wasn't it? So she was with her husband, he shoved her, she cracked the back of her skull, and that awoke Gabriel after however many years. And then it's two people, one body. Like, I mean, it, it does make any sense, but it's essentially what the movie was doing. So I was like, okay, cool. I mean, physically, uh, like, it makes no sense. Like, she actually has to break hundreds of bones in her body and, and basically, like, I don't know, like Voldemort style, there's like this being in the back of her skull that her head needs to crack open and like split. And then when she obviously reverts back, it all kind of goes back together. Like she would wake up. I mean, she must be in a bit of pain. She must be like, what the hell? Why do I hurt everywhere? What but is then, happening? But the whole How does thing, she not feel? <laughs> when, when she's Gabriel, Gabriel is a lot stronger than she is. And then she has that realisation that if he has access to that strength, so does she. So maybe that's how she wasn't feeling the pain. Can we talk about the police station? Let's talk about the police station. That's, I mean, we'd had moments up until that point, but that's the bit when you're like, what the hell am I watching? Yeah, it gets a bit... (laughs) I mean, you said bonkers. You said bonkers. I can't use any other word. That's... It gets pretty nutty. It's there's, I mean, there's bodies flying everywhere. There's this this creature that's bouncing off walls and just killing fools everywhere. Like she's going nuts. She's all, I guess, it's he at that stage. I can't even remember to be honest. It's, it's, it's they're one in the same. But yeah, it gets. I don't know. There's like the body horror parts. There's this weird, that, that weird action sequence there and then there's the more subtle little horror elements that aren't necessarily scary but they're well shot well put together and creative that's what that's what i preferred the more the subtle and then it gets weird like police station where it's bodies flying all over the place and you know what (laughs) it's like i guess you've got madison gabriel to essentially you know Two people, one body. And that's and that's the movie. It feels like two different films slapped together. And I think by <laughs> themselves, I'd have really enjoyed them. Like that scene in the police station, if that was a, a different movie, and then all the, you know, the scarier elements, the more subtle moments was a different movie separately, I'd have probably enjoyed them a lot more. But coming together, they're really jarring. And I guess they're supposed to be. It almost plays for me, and again, I said how this film seemed to just come out of nowhere. It's as if it's just like an experiment. It's just something that, you know, James Wan had an idea for, and in between Aquaman movies, he just wanted to do something more low-key. He just wants to do some weird shit. He's like, I've got some ideas brewing, and I want to put it together just play around with some weird shit that's he's, <laughs> yeah he's done was... it he's done it for this movie i'm glad that he's done it it was an experience of watching it i was you know anticipating this movie on the basis of that trailer and james wan returning to horror but it, it wasn't it wasn't what i thought it was going to be maybe that's on me you know I, you know 
What, he's what made the movie of... is clearly intended to make, and I just he's... thought it was making something else. What did you think of like the the, the mystery and I guess how it was unfolding and and, and all that? Yeah, I mean, it, I was along for the ride. It was interesting, and you know, whenever you've got a mystery in something, you want to know what's actually happening. But then when you get the reveal, it's just all very silly. And again, <laughs> bonkers. I felt, so I get. I can't sit here and admit that I knew, like, if, if you, from the start of the movie, I couldn't say what was going to happen kind of thing. But as the movie started to unfold, I did find myself in a position where I was one step ahead of the reveals each time. Like, they kept, the movie kept, like, laying story points and foundation where I was a step ahead of the characters when they were discovering things. I was like, I already worked that out from the previous scene when they were talking about this or they were hinting at that or alluding to this. That kind of kept going until pretty much the main reveal where it's like, you know, like you are like Gabriel and you are the same thing. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, I was like, okay. And like you, it was sort of a little bit of like, that's a bit stupid. <laughs> like That's not like, I think I would have preferred if, if it was revealed that, you know, they were like conjoined, like conjoined twins or something like that. And, you know, like the other half was like the evil, like an evil spawn thing. And, you know, like obviously removed, but for some reason survived and you know, is back now for some reason. And she has some sort of telepathic connection to it. I feel like I would have bought that a bit better. And I think that's where my brain was going the whole time. I like, well, obviously it's some sort of, you know, I knew she was the girl that, you know, was in the opening scene. And it's like, I knew that there was some sort of separation that happened and I'm not really sure what they actually separated. I feel like they didn't separate anything, but well, or, they, or, or was it like something of him still survived in her? And yeah. Then, and well, it, it grew back. So they, they thought they'd removed him, but it's like a malignant tumor. Like there was still yeah, yeah. something like there. a cancerous thing. Hence, yeah. uh, we must remove the cancer. So he came back. Well, he's also got electrical powers. I mean, that's the thing. He can it can control electrics. So he's got powers. Control also. electrics. I mean, <laughs> I agree with you. It doesn't make sense. But within the story they're telling, they do explain things within this world. <laughs> like, yeah, it, yeah if, if, I mean, it doesn't make was, sense. But they've at least said science. <laughs> But they've at least gone and shown us who the killer really is. And it was Gabriel. And he was using Madison to commit all these murders. Now, we should probably talk about Annabelle Wallace. She's in this as Madison. Yeah. You know, I only know her from that first Annabelle film. Oh, there you go. Which, again, I guess not james one but james one produced so i guess there's that connection <laughs> to him and then interesting we've also got mckenna grace who also has appeared in i don't know if it's a conjuring movie or an annabelle movie but it's one of them she's, it was annabelle creation for the second Anna, annabelle yeah. movie i'm pretty sure that's no or was it no, annabelle no actually you know what i'm getting mixed up with the young girl that was in becky that Kevin James movie. Right. She was in the second Annabelle. It all gets very confusing because they're all 
in each other's things. And McKenna Grace, we've talked about this before, how on many occasions she's played a younger version of the main character. She's the young version of every female, every white female character in any movie ever. <laughs> I mean, Captain Marvel is a go-to, but she's done it in Haunting of Hill House. She's done it quite a lot. She does it well, to be honest. She does it well. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it worked. Um, I think she, she might even be the biggest name in this. I mean, we do have Ray Chase as Gabriel, or doing the voice. Zoe Bell pops up as Scorpion. What? Scorpion? I'm just looking at my notes. I don't remember Scorpion. But oh, Zoe like, Bell, I, I remember her being a stunt person, and I'm pretty sure she was in Tarantino's Death Proof. I'm just looking at the cast because, again, it does seem very low key. Yeah, like there's, there's not, oh, they're not names that like people know. Again, like we know Annabelle Wallace from Annabelle, I guess. We know McKenna Grace from every movie with a child version of the of the main character. Um, but the rest, it's like if you know them, you know them, but you don't. But there are there are some other main like you know. I guess supporting characters. There's like the the cop character. There's um, you know the sister character that's there. You know, there's there's a few things. There's the, the sister, boyfriend this, or husband thing. Yeah, I mean, you know. the sister Sydney. She was in it quite a lot, really. Uh, played mm. by Maddie Hazen. She was in there, and the husband Derek, played by Jay Cable. Not names I'm familiar with, to be honest. And, you know, they did good jobs in this. But we've said it before, I'll say it again. For me, this movie, it just seemed to come out of nowhere as a horror film. I watched and enjoyed for the most part. But then we've got that bonkers twist. I think we should probably rate it. If you're going to rate this movie <laughs> out of five. I reckon this movie is one where, like, you're either going to really dig it and really like this movie and be like, yeah, like, you know, this is such a creative, like, out there, unique movie, you know, it's an original film. Or you're going you're gonna to be like, what the, what the hell was this? I'm more in that camp, I think. It's It's... I can kind of see what was trying to be done, but I just don't think it really amounted to much. Apart from some really creative, like, visuals and shots and stuff like that, which, again, I was like, I was like, <laughs> like, 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 really, really awesome. Made me, like, you know, giggle and stuff. The main characters and stuff, you know, like, we're getting good performances and, uh, you know, there's some freaky stuff going on, but... I, the movie's not scary. That opening scene just put a weird taste in my mouth the whole run. The movie just gets crazy and silly. And by the end of it, I just felt like sitting there by, what, asking, what did I just watch? And I think I was more confused and baffled at <laughs> what was happening than really being able to just enjoy what was going on and happening. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, that, Two out of five, which I think might be really harsh, but 
even though it's the movie's well put together, it's just not. It's just like a baffle. It's just like a bunch of fluff, really. Like two out of five. I don't know. There's not much here in terms of substance. I don't. I feel. I feel touched. That too. I'm going to come in higher than that. I'm going to. I'm going to come in a three out of five, and and I guess the my main reasoning for that is this is a movie that I've recommended to people. It's, it's an experience. It's worth watching. Again, it didn't end up being what I thought it was going to be, but as long as you don't know the twist, this movie's a good time. Like you can have fun with it. It does work as a horror movie, but if you have somehow found out what the twist is, the movie's not going to be enjoyable. The only thing it has going for it really as soon as you get past the scary elements in the opening is what's really going on. And as soon as you know, it's bonkers, batshit crazy. <laughs> I mean, how, how we get to see Gabriel is cool. Like you've got to think the using contortionists, you know, the way he's twisting and turning. See, it's still no, looks it's creepy. I, no, no, I don't think that's all CGI. I yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't. I, yeah, I, I think they've got people twisting and turning. I do. <laughs> so there's some creepy movements, but it's one of those sometimes with, when there's a mystery involved and you know what that is, you've done it. So to sit through it again and knowing all the twists and turns. But three out of five. I do recommend that you watch it, but hopefully you've not listened to this and you've been on the fence about whether to watch it or not because we've just spoiled it. But, you know, it's... Hopefully someone's just seen that we've posted a review and been like, I'm going to watch that before I check out their review. That's Love it. To hear what the guys think. And, uh, and now they've come back and listened to us. Three out of five. There you go. Malignant. I do have some trivia. One of the promotional posters of Malignant features a woman's head with her face completely missing. This particular poster was heavily inspired by the promotional poster of the Polish film Interrogation from 1989. So the first poster we saw, the first theatrical poster, had Annabelle Wallace, red face, black background, and a spike going towards her eye. We got to see in the film that was a an award. Was it a psychiatrist or yeah, I think it was a psychiatrist, yeah. and that was yeah, used yeah. as the main weapon. But the alternate poster is the one that was inspired by interrogation. So there you go. All right. Well, that's it for our review of Malignant. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film Street Podcast. And we also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review, and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. All our episodes can be found on our website, thatfilmsviewpodcast.com. You've been listening to Luke and Jason, the guys from that film, Stu. See you soon.